ശ്രവണം മനനം നിധിധ്യാസനം ലിസൺ റിഫ്ലക്ട് ആൻഡ് അബ്സോർബ് ഡിയർ ലിസ്നേഴ്സ് സായിറാം ആൻഡ് വെൽക്കം ടു അവർ റേഡിയോ സീരീസ് ഇൻ വിച്ച് എ ഡിവൈൻ ഡിസ്കോഴ്സ് ബൈ ഭഗവാൻ ഈസ് പ്ലേഡ് ഇൻ സ്മോൾ പാർട്സ് ആൻഡ് ഫോളോയിങ് ഈച്ച് പാർട്ട് എ ഷോർട്ട് ഡിസ്കഷൻ ഈസ് അണ്ടർടേക്കൺ ടു റിഫ്ലക്ട് ഓൺ ദ മെസ്സേജ് ദിസ് ഈസ് എ പാർട്ട് ഓഫ് റേഡിയോ സൈസ് ഫേഴ്സ്ഡേ ലൈഫ് ഹോസ്റ്റഡ് ബൈ സായി പ്രകാശ് ആൻഡ് പ്രേം എവറി ഫേഴ്സ്ഡേ അറ്റ് സെവൻ തേർട്ടി പി എം ഓൺലി ഓൺ ഏഷ്യ സ്ട്രീം ഓഫ് റേഡിയോ സായ് ഗ്ലോബൽ ഹാമനി ടുഡേസ് എപ്പിസോഡ് വാസ് ഫേസ്റ്റ് ബ്രോഡ്കാസ്റ്റ് ലൈഫ് ഓൺ സെവൻറ്റീൻ ഏപ്രിൽ ട്വൻറ്റി ഫോർട്ടീൻ ദ ഡിസ്കോഴ്സസ് അണ്ടർടേക്കൺ ഫോർ സ്റ്റഡി ഇൻ ദിസ് പ്രോഗ്രാം ആർ ഫ്രം ദ സീരീസ് ഓഫ് ഡിസ്കോഴ്സസ് ഡെലിവേർഡ് ഹാസ് പാർട്ട് ഓഫ് ദി സമർ കോഴ്സ് ഇൻ ഇന്ത്യൻ കൾച്ചർ ആൻഡ് സ്പിരിച്വാലിറ്റി നയൻറ്റീൻ നയൻറ്റി ദ ക്ലിപ്സ് പ്ലേ ടുഡേ ആർ ഫ്രം ദ 31st May 1990 Offering a humble pranams at Bhagwan's lotus feet Dear listeners this is Prem from Team Radio Sai welcoming you to this week's episode of Shravanam Mananam Nidhyasanam As always I have the pleasure of hosting this show with Brother Sai Prakash from Team Radio Sai. In this series which we have every week we go through the 1990 summer course discourses we have started with that 13 discourses we are in the middle of the 13th one 12 we have gone through and we do hope to go over them again maybe after we finish the series but we are in the middle of a very very exciting and uh, profound discourses the discourse titled what is freedom and uh, needless to say each discourse in the series has been as revealing as the previous one and this is no exception to that so to dwell on what swami told last week and what swami is there to tell us this week in this week's episode i welcome sir prakash saram sir prakash saram prem and uh, indeed it has been a very exciting discourse there are so many new facets that swami has brought out in this discourse right just like he has done in the other discourses but um, when swami spoke about the body mind senses intellect we felt that those were topics which we did not know about but <laughs> when he is speaking about freedom this is a topic i know about you somehow think okay this is a topic which is more uh, worldly and more mundane and so we know we know what is freedom but uh, as it turns out it looks like uh, it is the most profound and absolutely we have no grasp over what the true meaning of freedom is right So um Swami has been bringing out so many different aspects of this freedom and one thing which really comes out very loud and clear in this entire discourse is that nobody has freedom <laughs> so he says as long as you are in the body and as long as you have you identify yourself with the identity in the body you have no freedom I remember once one elder was explaining this very concept of freedom and he said something very profound I, honestly I was overwhelmed by what he said but mm-hmm. now after going through this discourse a b- bit of sense of what he was actually referring to is uh, evident you know he said whenever we talk of freedom we are often talking about the expression of the ego okay the freedom to express your ego mm-hmm. but the freedom which Swami talks about is the freedom from the ego oh beautiful hmm. because he was saying that you know if you want to be angry mm-hmm. and you want to express that anger mm-hmm. you feel that you should have the freedom to do that correct if you disagree with somebody you say that i want to have the freedom to express that thing but the fact is he saying that swami says you have to reach a state where anybody's opinion does not bother you 
reach a state where nobody can incite you into becoming angry very beautiful in fact here that's exactly what swami said as long as there is the mind you cannot claim to be enjoying freedom and as swami told in the chapter on the mind mano buddhi ahankara chitta right ahankara which is ego is definitely one part of the mind and so as long as you have the mind and the ego you are not free <laughs> you know but the interesting point there was one statement swami made here all along this in the series we have been drawing parallels to how swami in his physical frame lived and set an example and we are uh, considering that physical frame and how swami led his life as how the atma would react to any situation in this context swami has made one statement there is no freedom nobody has freedom even the creator is not free because he is bound by what he created <laughs> <laughs> and you know uh, it's so beautiful if you just take this a little bit further and uh, if you think of uh, certain incidents and certain experiences we had when we were students and when swami was um, so active and moving around you know this beautiful incident comes to my mind actually uh, it was in the year 1994 mm-hmm. when um, the kulbant hall was being built okay and um, swami had to be in brindavan for uh, a few months extended period of about 4 to 5 months and um, the the session the college session started here in parthi and uh, we have not had swami's darshan and uh, there was deep pining that swami we want to have your darshan and uh, we were wondering when swami is going to come back there were two things happening one was swami's um, uh, residence was getting um, renovated in the punichandra hall okay and the kulvant hall roof was also coming up uh, swami was inquiring so there was lot of prayer going on from the boys in prashantiniliam uh, once or twice even the teachers from vrindavan called up and they said what you boys are doing in parthi swami is all the time talking about you all <laughs> you know swami is here in vrindavan but he is talking about you all all the time mm. and i remember uh, one moment came and we felt this is becoming too much swami is not coming back and so what we did was we made a huge letter okay. so what we did was we took papers and then stuck it one to another okay, so it became like a long tail like hanuman's tail okay. a huge tail and each student wrote one one line just one liner swami i want you to come back swami please come back i love you swami you should come back whatever they felt from their heart and uh, when that letter went to brindavan swami was so excited and swami said open it open it open it and they actually opened the entire letter and from the outer room mm-hmm. of trai the letter actually stretched all the way to the inside room oh, there's okay. a long tail of hanuman but swami made the warden read at least 30 30 to 35 what the students had written mm-hmm. and he was all the time thinking oh my students want me there you know just thinking of this incident god is really bound by his creation <laughs> you know swami was so bound by the prayers he was drawn to the prayers he cannot say i am free from the prayers if you look at it in that sense because he identifies himself with the prayer and the yearning with which the students were praying to him and actually what happened after that there was some rains and uh, they said swami that your residence where we are renovating the residence because of rain some work could not be done and uh, we started rigorous tapasya here in parthi what we did was we said continuous nama japam 
we will do continuous naam japam till swami comes back so you know class after class we would uh, in the school ramon sir and other teachers who were always encouraging and guiding us so we started this om shri sai ram naam japam and swami said i don't care if those rooms are not ready can i stay in one room is at least one room ready <laughs> they said only that green room which is there down swami that is that is enough for me i am coming and he actually came to parthi mm-hmm. he came to parthi stayed for some time and then went back he was so drawn he was so drawn and uh, it was very clear he came only to give darshan to the students because we didn't have the freedom to go to brindavan and have his darshan and there was a real sense of pining so when swami is talking about freedom this somehow this incident came so strongly in my mind because there are two aspects question of freedom is one thing where swami apparently quote and quote <laughs> is not having the freedom to not come here he is drawn by the pull of prayer from his students and the second aspect of salokyam samipyam sarupyam sayujyam so salokyam when we were thinking of him all the time when we decided that day and night we are going to have nama japam going on till swami comes back within the third or fourth day swami came back <laughs> so that salokyam when we, there was that in that constant prayer and that yearning we had that samipyam of swami <laughs> swami did come back so <laughs> you know talking of swami not having freedom I, mm. we just uh, happened to meet one of the security in charges who was in charge of swami's mandir when you know swami used to come out for darshan mm-hmm. he would say that this time of the year the summer when the sun is really beaming down mm-hmm. you know the the amount of sunlight which swami takes on himself physically mm. is that small gap mm. between uh, when he crosses the parapet wall of yajur mandir you know where there is a shade Correct. and before he enters the gate kulwanthal the kulwanthal gate mm. and there they used to bring an umbrella mm. and it seems some used to very very uh, pleadingly look at them and say please take the umbrella away <laughs> you know meaning that you know this is the only time sun mm. you know sunlight falls on me <laughs> that gives an idea of you know how much swami uh, constrained himself to right. a right. life which gave so much to the others but very that true. did not in any way make swami look less cheerful or look less happy with what swami was doing in in a physical sense very true because what is from people who have actually been to swami's room uh, in the mandir in the old mandir from 1950 to 1993 94 swami lived in that room and that was such a small room he just constrained himself to that room so the freedom that we are talking about is not the physical freedom of the body but swami was always free <laughs> in that sense he is always free and the beautiful point here swami is bringing out is even the creator is bound by his creation as long as you are restricting yourself to the body and mind you have no freedom but you can get true freedom only at the state of hridayam only when you are one with that state of hridayam you can experience true freedom <laughs> so and uh, last time swami gave these three beautiful uh, i would say different types of beauty uh, right. sambandham nirbandham and kartavyam and you know very beautifully swami uh, one thing was he showed that there is no freedom mm-hmm. and uh, gave three different scenarios and said why you don't have freedom mm-hmm. and then he said that these are things which are actually not freedom mm. but you mistake them for freedom mm. you know when swami said in a class when you have a doubt mm. 
you think that you have the freedom to ask a question when you're in doubt swami mm. said it's not freedom it's a mm. duty it's a duty it's a duty of a student to get his doubts clarified mm-hmm. you know similarly when you say that a husband has some freedoms with the wife mm. it's not just the freedom swami says that is the relationship mm. you know that is the norms of the relationships that what swami said it's sambandham mm. and you're free to think of it as freedom or otherwise mm. but and then swami beautifully went on to say that you know these are things which when flouted mm. you have the decline of dharma very beautiful in fact uh, when we are talking about this sambandham nirbandham and kartavyam these are uh, restrictions we have put upon ourselves based on the stage of life that we are in and uh, this is what is expected of a father or expected of a wife or expected of a son or expected based on the relationship that you share and what state of life you are in even if you study this a beautiful thing comes to my mind if you take swami when he was physically around as uh, the chancellor of the university so he wore the uh, responsibility of a chancellor of a university but did much more than what a regular chancellor would do that is true love i mean love without duty is divine yeah, i mean I, i remember <laughs> that you know when we for the 25th year of the university mm-hmm. when we were i think we were all working together to make a couple of videos correct to commemorate that occasion mm. our team was given the duty of portraying swami as the chancellor mm-hmm. you know how mm-hmm. swami carries out the role of a chancellor mm. so the first thing we did was we went up to the administrative block mm. we met the registrar and we asked him sir mm. what is the uh, legal role of a chancellor mm. you know what does the ugc the university grants commission say that this should be the chancellor's role mm. so we were expecting that a page or two of mm. you know things which a chancellor is supposed to do is mm. will be given to us mm. and the next day we went a small printout was taken and you won't believe it sir because it was mm. just two lines mm. the role of a chancellor mm. it said a chancellor is a ceremonial head mm. who if present <laughs> will preside over the convocation and give away degrees my goodness that was the only <laughs> written duty of a chancellor in a university <laughs> and I mean, it's needless to say that Swami did much, much, much more than what a chancellor would do. Speaking about this, yes, as a chancellor, Swami did those two small duties that Swami had to. And we have heard from many of our teachers and many of our elders how, if a guest is coming, how Swami would take all pains to see whether the cutlery is in place, whether the place is clean. and i have heard some of our elders saying he would march straight into the bathroom right and he would check if the flush is working if water is coming through the tap if there is soap if there is towel and he would put his hand in the most inaccessible place and check if there is dirt i mean uh, swami had no reason to do all this but uh, he didn't do it as a duty that was the best part of the whole thing he didn't do it that, oh i am a host it would be really to say that swami acted as a perfect host is also kind of limiting him he did it with love that's what i would think right because even a guest would not go and put his hand in such <laughs> a inaccessible place Absolutely. on top of a right. cupboard to see if there is dust might not be completely relevant to what we're talking now but just reminded of when swami as a host mm-hmm. uh, some of our seniors were telling us when the first cardiac conference was hosted mm-hmm. in prashantinilayam mm. uh, swami had allowed them to have their sessions in the university auditorium mm. and swami had given the duty of uh, serving tea and snacks to the delegates mm-hmm. to the mba students mm. 
and uh, it seems Swami would come and attend come, uh, some of those tea uh, sessions mm. just to be with the delegates and mm. some of the top doctors cardiologists mm. were there and uh, on one occasion it seems most of them had come to uh, Puttaparthi for the first time and almost all of them drawn by the hospital and not by Swami mm-hmm. so they didn't know that they were in the presence of you know, somebody <laughs> so important mm. so on many occasions it would happen that uh, Swami would go around mm. trying to talk to some of those doctors mm. but those doctors would talk to Swami as they would talk to any other doctor okay they would just turn answer something to Swami and turn back and continue their conversation mm. and you can imagine three or four doctors sit, uh, standing together and talking and Swami going and standing there and they mm. just look at Swami smile and continue their conversation oh <laughs> and Swami was just casually going around mm. but the boys who were standing there and serving mm. they felt really miserable they said mm. you know this cannot be you know mm. you cannot treat Swami like this mm. and you could see it on their faces mm. you know it was red and they had mm. fallen faces mm. and Swami noticed it mm. And when all this was going on, Swami very quietly came up to them. Mm. There was a counter where those boys were standing. Mm. And Swami very silently came and sta- stood next to them. Mm. And Swami whispered to them, Boys, mm. don't feel bad. Mm. They don't know that I am God. Oh, <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> Swami said, don't be angry with them and don't be upset with them. See, mm. they don't know that, that I am God. Saying that you know, but they don't know. <laughs> how, <laughs> how sweet. <laughs> really, how sweet of Swami. And, you know, I think that is what made Swami so easily accessible to anybody from mm. Swami's point of view. Mm. You know, he came to us. He kind of accommodated the fact that you guys don't know who I am. I give you the license to, <laughs> you know, mm. take me lightly mm. f- to an extent. Be stupid. Really, be say. stupid. The license really. to be stupid, really. <laughs> Another fact is, he never saw faults in anybody he never saw faults in anybody he he always saw only the good in everybody because he saw his own reflection and he says i am going to see myself so he saw his own reflection and uh, there is another beautiful point which came to my mind when swami was talking about um, this freedom and he says the higher level controlling the lower level mm-hmm. you know that is the protocol and that is the hierarchy in terms of administration etc etc only in swami's place we found this beautiful mix of a structured hierarchical structure as well as something that breaks everything out <laughs> here he was a chancellor of the university and he was present physically and there was a vice chancellor there were lecturers there were teachers and uh, head of departments there was this entire hierarchy when swami had to instruct the students and when he had to send a message he would follow the hierarchy he would respect each one's position and role but every student had the freedom to directly speak to the chancellor absolutely <laughs> quote unquote freedom i would say <laughs> and uh, because that was based on love what he, he made the hierarchical that is for the worldly sense and that had to be done to distribute the duties but what was based on love you could directly go to god you could directly speak to very him. true in fact one of the administrators was saying mm. that is the key feature which led to the success of the system mm. he said see a pune could go and mm. approach swami as much as the vice chancellor could correct uh, physically there might be difference you know the vice chancellor might go and have a, be a part of swami's dining sessions mm. but the accessibility was still there correct you know nowhere else you'll find a system where the lowest grade of the employee mm. could come straight up to the topmost management correct and 
share even their personal problems forget the problems relating to the profession even the personal problems mm. could be shared and you can be sure it will be solved in fact uh, when swami would go around uh, you know giving interviews and helping somebody and you know their family problems taking it so seriously and being a part of it and you almost feel as if we took it for granted we demanded it out of him we demanded his attention we demanded his we said no no this is uh, you have to give us attention <laughs> we almost had that and the day swami just turned his face and didn't look at you then we realized oh swami was not bound to do this to me he did it out of his love and compassion very true i am reminded of a conversation which one of my classmates had with swami mm. when i think swami started uh, coming out for darshan in the car mm-hmm. and uh, swami would have his window raised up mm-hmm. for whatever reason swami knows best mm. and that was the time when during darshan people could not talk to swami mm. and swami would just drive past in the car mm. in one particular day when this boy happened to get to talk to swami mm. he kind of very openly told swami that swami this is not right what you're doing <laughs> no you're coming in a car we don't get to talk to you and mm. you just drive away like this mm. and uh, we we don't get to talk to you at all mm. you've taken away the proximity which was there something to that uh, mm. liking he had said mm. and very abruptly swami just cut him mm. and very sternly swami said proximity was never there Oh proximity was only conferred very true he said you understand that it was only it was always a gift which was beyond your capacity mm. it was conferred on you and when you remember that mm. you'll think well before you demand it out of god very very important point because we have to count our blessings and as one of the teachers told me i asked him sir what is this why do we come back again and again to swami and what is this he says see if you really have that value for swami and swami's word his one word if he has spoken to you that's enough for your lifetime you should just be content with it and then contemplate on that but the problem is we are not going within we are not giving value to that but we want swami to speak again and again and again his one word is as powerful as all his words put together <laughs> like one drop of ocean is the same as if you drink the entire ocean so he says it is how much importance you give to that word and how much you value it like a precious pearl if you put it like payo ji maine naam ratan dan payo like what swami says <laughs> that precious pearl you value it like a precious pearl then it acquires that value for you right and the, another point which swami made in that discourse we played last time mm-hmm. was this idea of knowledge and learning mm-hmm. swami uh, gives the example of what krishna tells arjuna mm-hmm. saying that you know whatever you have learned whatever process of education you go through is only meant for bringing out the knowledge which is hidden inside it's like the digging of a well the water is there you know you mm. don't create a well you mm. don't create the entity called well with water mm. you just facilitate the water to come out mm. through this thing called well and that's what education does mm. it's a very important thing because especially when we were talking about the way swami interacted with people conversed with people one thing which uh, sometime back i was discussing with one of my uh, friends too he said you know whenever you s- listen to a discourse of swami mm. you know whenever you listen to an interaction with swami had there's something different when swami speaks and when you and i try to explain it to somebody mm. and when we were ruminating over it the only reason which we could come up for, with was mm. that when swami speaks to us mm. swami knows that you already know it mm. swami knows that you already know it i'm just trying to bring that out i'm just trying to Correct. bring it to your attention that it is already inside you mm. but we always try to when you know even when i am trying to explain a concept 
I think of you as an ignoramus, and I am trying to tell you that this is the concept mm. and explain the concept. Correct. But Swami is always in the process of making you unlearn what you've done because mm. the other point which Swami says is because of your wrong mm. identification of the body, mm. you are not able to unravel the knowledge which is already inside. Very beautiful. Even in simple things like music, like bhajan singing, like art, like sports, like anything in Swami's university. you saw how this thing was uh, brought out uh, many of the bhajan singers had no formal training many of the instrumentalists had no formal training it was all within them very true it was all within them all so many you did. yourself are a good example of that <laughs> and i think even your brother i remember yeah he, he picked up tabla tabla he was playing tabla i was playing harmonium and he just gave the opportunity he gave the platform for you to grow and to express what is already within you Very and true. all he had was patience to listen <laughs> to all our nonsense <laughs> and and market it <laughs> and market it as well the, you know because when swami says that the program is so good mm. and nobody would dare to say that you know give critical <laughs> comments about the program that's and that's what and it it used to be a pattern which you used to see you know whenever there's a, a student would give a bad speech or mm. forget his speech in mm. the middle of his uh, oration Swami would profusely bless him, <laughs> you know, and everybody would forget that moment where he actually messed up his mm. uh, expression, and you know, mm. people would think that oh, maybe it was really good, and yeah. we did not <laughs> notice it. Uh, he covers up for uh, that is purely love, nothing really? else. So I think we should go to the next clip and yes. see what Swami is speaking about. Kanuka, manavunaku, ye vidhanga yochinchena patkini. स्वातंत्रू ले स्वातंत्र Uh, once he comes with a body into this world he does not have freedom jayamma cheppindi jayamma oka pasuvunu madhya gootane katti pettesthe one uh, animal was tied to a peg with a rope adi oka padadugulu thooranga untunte padadugulu varaku maatrame pogaledu kaani aa tarvata podaniki veelu kaadu it can move only the length of the rope 10 feet or whatever be that beyond that gootam chuttu tirigavachunu gootam ku daggariki povachunu madhyaneki povachunu ante gaani daniki munduku povadaniki veelu kaadu its movements are restricted only to that area uh, where it may come to the center kaabatti daniki swatantram ekkada undi where is freedom for this uh, animal okati gootam undi rendodu talugu undi there is a peg there is a rope idi swatantram kaadu this is not freedom kanuka mana swatantram anetundi kevalamu oka haddulato koodinatundi ga untundadi all our freedom has certain limits and limitations kanuka ee haddulato koodinatundi danni swatantram ani cheppakoddu nibandhana ani cheppachu freedom also associated with limitations can be called ee naadu padamulu yokka vishayani kuda nu manam sarayina arthanni telusukolekapothunnam we have not been able to correctly understand the true meaning of the words nijamga hrudayam anetundi daniki sarayina arthame gini telusukunte deeniki edo oka haddulo pettadaniki veelu kaadu if only you correctly understand the freedom neelo ye hrudayam undo edutu vaadi endu adhe hrudayame undi just as you have your own heart the other one also has his own heart niyokka deshi endukudanu ide hrudayame untundadi even in your physical body you have got your own sarvulu endu oke hrudayame untundadi 
అయితే సర్వులు ఎందుకు ఒకే హృదయం ఉండినప్పుడు సర్వుల భావములు ఒకటిగానే రావాలి కదా ఇఫ్ ఎవ్రీ వన్ హ్యాస్ ది సేమ్ హార్ట్ ది ఫీలింగ్స్ మస్ట్ ఆల్సో విత్ ది సేమ్ కానీ ఈ భావములు మనో కలుపుతారు బట్ దేర్ ఆర్ సో మెనీ డిఫరెన్సెస్ ఇన్ ది ఫీలింగ్స్ విద్యార్థులారా ఈ భేదములు ఈ భావములు ఈ యొక్క చర్యలు అన్ని కొను మనస్సుతో వచ్చినటువంటివి కానీ హృదయంతో వచ్చేటువంటివి కాదు డియర్ స్టూడెంట్స్ all these things arise from mind not from heart heart ante physical heart okuntundi spiritual heart okuntundi when you say a heart there is a physical heart there is a spiritual heart physical heart ku sambandhinchindi kaadu ee hrudayam ante when i say heart i am not referring to physical heart it is spiritual heart anaga sarvatra undinatvanti i am referring to spiritual heart which is all permanent iniki roopam ledhu kaani ani roopam avutane it doesn't have a form sarvata paani paadam tasarvato chi shiromukam sarvata srutimal loki sarvama avrutisthadi anninti endukudu taru ekamai untundali it it is uh, it exists in everything it is a part of everything ye vidhanga ante you may ask how is it possible oka chakkara paakam chesi there is a sugar juice me aa yokka chakkara paakam cheta ఏనుగు కుక్క నక్క గాడిది గుర్రము అన్ని రకములుగా ప్రింట్ కొట్టి పెట్టాం విత్ దిస్ షుగర్ ఎసెన్స్ యూ హావ్ కన్వర్టెడ్ దిస్ ఇన్ టు ఫార్మ్స్ ఆఫ్ చిన్న చిన్న పిల్లలంతా వచ్చేసేసి నాకు కుక్క కావాలి నాకు నక్క కావాలి నాకు పులి కావాలి నాకు ఏనుగు కావాలి నాకు సింహం కావాలని ఒక్కొక్కరు ఒక్కొక్క దీన్ని తీసుకొని భుజిస్తారు ద చిల్డ్రన్ ఆస్క్ ఫార్ ఏ పర్టికులర్ టైప్ ఆఫ్ స్వీట్ ఇన్ ది ఫార్మ్ ఆఫ్ ఎన్ ఎనిమల్ లైక్ ఎన్ ఎలిఫెంట్ ఆర్ ఎ పిక్ అండ్ దే వాంట్ ఎంజాయ్ సచ్ అండ్ సచ్ ఇన్ దట్ పర్టికులర్ ఆ పిల్లల దృష్టి లోపల ఇవి కేవలం వివిధమైనటువంటి యొక్క జంతువులుగా కనిపిస్తున్నాయి కానీ చక్కెరలో ఈ జంతు స్వరూపమే లేదు ఇన్ ది ఐస్ ఆఫ్ ది స్మాల్ లిటిల్ చిల్డ్రన్ దే కన్సిడర్ దెమ్ యాజ్ ఎనిమల్స్ బట్ దిస్ రియలీ షుగర్ దెర్ ఇస్ నో ఎనిమల్ ఇన్ దేనుగన్నాడు ఇది జింక్ అన్నాడు ఇది పులి అన్నాడు ఇది సింహం అన్నాడు ఇది కేవలము వారి యొక్క దృష్టి కల్పితమైనటువంటి స్వరూపమే వన్ ఈస్ కాల్డ్ ఎ డియర్ అనదర్ ఈజ్ ఎన్ ఎలిఫెంట్ అనదర్ ఈజ్ ఎ డాగ్ అండ్ సో ఆన్ చక్కెరలో ఎట్టి భేదము లేదు దిస్ ఈస్ ఆల్ అన్ అకౌంట్ ఆఫ్ డిఫరెన్స్ దాట్ ఈస్ ఈ భేదములన్నీ కూడా నీ యొక్క మానసిక ప్రతిబింబములే all the differences you see are reflections of your own inner okane ni dveshistunnamante adi nee yokka pratibimbame when you are hating someone okane premistunnamante adi nee pratibimbame when you are loving another person it is again reflection of your own okane haasyam chestunnamante adi nee pratibimbame when you are making fun of another person it is only a reflection of your own inner being kanukane nee yokka reaction resound reflections e manaku ee jagatunandu swarupa swabhavamulaga kanipistunnayi all that you see in the creation is only a resound reflection and reaction of your kanuka ee reaction resound reflection nu sam visarjinchi reality anetundi yokka hrudayanni manam pattukunte ee yokka bhavamulu vedamulu ye maatramu kalagavu if you give up reaction resound and reflection which relate to nature and fix your sight on heart then there is no difference whatsoever bhagavatunaku yetti vidhamaina bhavamulu levu god doesn't have any such difference at all kaani vyakti yokka charyalanu puraskarinchukoni vyakti yokka poojalanu puraskarinchukoni vyakti yokka bhavamulu puraskarinchukoni vyakti yokka prarthanalu puraskarinchukoni taanu daniki taginattuga natistuntadu god conducts himself 
in tune with the other people's actions the other people's worship the other people's feelings and so on bhagavantulaku agraham ledu anugraham ledu god has neither anger nor special ishtam ledu aishtam ledu he has no likes no dislikes ee yokka tattvamunandu prati okati kodunu mee yokka pratibimbamu yokka sarvabhame what you see is only a reflection of your own feelings dehaani dharinchadam cheta avataramu endukodunu ilanti konni reflections reactions reasons anta untayi as avatars have taken a body you can come across this kind of reflection resound and reaction avataram nandukodunu endukosam ee reflection reaction reasons undali why should there be this kind of reaction reflection resound in an avatar aithe ee bhautikamaina jagatunandu ఆదర్శవంతమైనటువంటి జీవితాన్ని అందించే నిమిత్తమై ఈ రకమైనటువంటి చర్యలు చేయాలి కానీ ఇతను బ్రాహ్మణుడు ఇతను క్షత్రియుడు ఇతను వైశ్యుడు ఇతను శూద్రుడు ఇతను స్త్రీ ఇతను పురుషుడు ఇతను బాలుడు ఇతను వృద్ధుడు ఈ భేదంలోనేటువంటిది కేవలము లౌకిక జగత్తునికి మాత్రమే సంబంధించింది కానీ భగవంతునికి ఎట్టి సంబంధము లేదు డిఫరెన్సెస్ ఆన్ ద బేస్ ఆఫ్ బ్రాహ్మిన్ Chhatriya, Vaisya, Sudra, Man, Women, all these things relate to Ramul physical world. Considering that Rama was born in the family of Chhatriyas, God does not have any such difference at all. It will never come. దివ్యత్వమైనటువంటి యొక్క ఆత్మతత్వాన్ని మనం చక్కగా అర్థం చేసుకుంటే ఈ యొక్క సంకుచితమైనటువంటి మార్గంలో ఏమాత్రం అవకాశం సంకుచితమైనటువంటి యొక్క తత్వములు సంకుచితమైన భావములు nature of divinity towards the end that mm-hmm. was the very strong point which amir was making but very beautiful uh, analogy of that uh, sugar being made into different uh, hmm. images correct and then saying that how the children come and they don't say give me sugar candy they say give me a dog give me a hmm. animal name and the interesting thing is it's a very beautiful analogy hmm. you know we all have gone through that phase we all have been that uh, gone through that excitement of seeing that candy mm-hmm. but the fact is we don't get excited now correct that's beautiful <laughs> you know as children that was the biggest thing you know you would compare yours with the others mm. and say that no no this is sweeter and you no know, this is better mm. but now we don't find that excitement even if we want <laughs> we cannot get excited mm. and that's what sami is trying to hint here you know when you graduate to the level where you're immersed in that hridayam mm. you know which is not the physical heart but which is the all pervasive all pervasive imminent mm. uh, entity he's saying when you're immersed in that then you will see the sugar candy as sugar candy and not as Swami says coconut and all that. And uh, Swami has also often given another example. He talks about the Tanpura. He says, be it a Hindustani singer, Carnatic singer, instrumentalist, whoever it is, the Tanpura is the basis. And you have to fall back on the Tanpura because that gives you the, the drone, the Shruti. And on that, all the notes, the seven notes that come out, are all on that keeping that as the basis okay so that is the heart that is the underlying principle of all music <laughs> <laughs> so similarly you know this hridayam or this atma is the one unifying factor in everybody right 
and then Swami goes on to say about that reaction, resound, and reflection. Mm. No, very beautiful. Saying that whatever you're seeing, whatever you're experiencing is, but mm. nothing but the reflection, reaction, resound, but not the reality. Very true. You know, uh, as uh, I was hearing Swami, just one thought came to me because sometimes when uh, Swami is uh, quote unquote very upset with somebody. and uh, we should say swami is very angry swami is very angry as students mm-hmm. we didn't realize that he is beyond anger but we just said swami is very angry swami you know one very very striking thing he would be blasting away somebody on <laughs> one side and he would just turn that side and look uh, smile at somebody else and take his letter and talk to him as if nothing has happened <laughs> he, just in that one act you could see that it is actually not he is not involved in that shouting at all it is just to correct that person it instead of a rain he is just giving him a hailstorm that's all <laughs> <laughs> that's it and he is just been little bit hard on him he is talking very harshly to him and very curt way but he is not angry and we always thought swami is very angry because the moment he would look this side he would <laughs> smile at somebody and then take his letter as if nothing happened <laughs> that was one very striking thing with swami when you observed him very true i think the main difference is whenever you're talking of anger when we say that i am angry mm. we are talking about we being gripped by anger mm. but for swami it was like something which he could wear and which he could take off right he was clearly about the emotions of anger and you know mm. all these things mm. where he, he he had complete control over it and mm. he said if i have to use this mm. for your benefit i use it mm. i mean that is something which is common with all masters you know, i remember some of these uh, disciples of nisargadatta maharaj mm-hmm. you know he is also given to that mm. kind of uh, very very expressive temper mm. if you would ask, anybody would ask a silly question you would mm. get so angry and mm. you know start shouting mm. but the next time if something he says is very nice mm. he would be so happy mm. he would come and pat him and say very good very good very good <laughs> and they would wonder you know how can somebody detach themselves from temper so easily mm. because we always talk of temper like uh, you know swami would also say it's like a fan mm. even after switching off it takes some time to come to a halt mm, but correct. for some it was not like that instant you know, instant <laughs> angry anger is forgotten <laughs> that comes only with pure love i suppose because everything they do is uh, for everybody And since they see the unifying factor in everybody they do everything with love every <laughs> action is based on love and uh, here you know it's a bit digressing from this topic but um, when we talk about freedom and mm-hmm. swami has spoken about davatars and their actions true love is always detached as well right so when we are talking of swami being angry at somebody or raising his voice at one level you think that oh if swami is really attached to him will he do that but he is totally detached and he says very clearly i am not attached to name or fame praise or blame he says i i do not grant boons nor do i not grant boons so he is just beyond duality he is beyond duality and that love we define love in so many different ways love which is absolutely detached i think to be in that state is to you know experience that unity in everything very true in the kalil jibran puts it in two sentences very beautifully he says mm-hmm. love neither tries to possess mm-hmm. nor will it yield to somebody trying to possess it oh he says because love is complete unto itself mm. when uh, you say that uh, i love so and so mm. we always think of making that person your own mm. 
mm. you know trying to as much as possible make a kind of have a, a right over that person's life mm, mm. but for swami mm. you know whether you agree or not you're mm. already mine you're already me that's the point that's the point that mm. idea that love is complete unto itself mm. swami said that you're already part of me i don't need to try to possess you mm. you know whether you are here or you live elsewhere wherever you are mm. you still are mine because that is something which swami would often tell boys when they're leaving uh, mm. i'm sure swami would have told mm. even the girl students swami would say that wherever you go i'm always with you mm. and i i remember a very beautiful incident we will just quickly narrate it in mm. uh, one of my classmates he had uh, spent i think close to a year after his graduation he mm-hmm. was hoping that swami would permit him to work somewhere in the ashram mm-hmm. but uh, swami had other plans so he had decided to you know wind things up and go back to his hometown mm-hmm. the day before he was leaving he has a dream in which uh, he's written a letter to swami saying that swami i'm leaving my parents want me to come back and all that mm-hmm. and swami comes in the dream and with a very very sympathetic and pleading face you know mm. he gives the letter to swami mm. and he says swami uh, you didn't accept me at least accept this letter mm. okay i'm leaving swami i'm going away and you would typically expect that swami would give an emotional response to that mm. Mm. and maybe embrace him and say no no bangaru i am always with you and mm. all that on the contrary it seems mm. swami came to slap him ah So Swami became like the typical Shirdi Baba thing mm. <laughs> expression mm. and came to slap him. So he mm. said, "What did you say?" Mm. And he was wondering what happened. Mm. And Swami said, "Can you leave me and go? Wah. Is it mm. possible?" Mm-hmm. Swami tells him, "Go wherever you want. Mm. Let me see how you leave me." <laughs> <laughs> typically for Swami, yeah. there's there's no way in which you can move away from Swami. And I think that was the confidence which gave Swami that kind of detachment. <laughs> That's right. means he was in that state, state to really. say all all the time and um, one more thing which um, is uh, you know we commonly observed when swami was physically around the moment somebody thought that they can predict what swami will do they said i love swami so much i know swami is going to come this side that day he will not come <laughs> you know yes you have love you love him but that that is what you cannot possess him you cannot claim that i, I own swami or swami is mine he is yours as much as he is for uh, for the entire universe but he is yours also <laughs> so that's that that is that delicate thing when you see him in that uh, feeling of unity and you feel him as the one who is in animating the whole universe then he responds to you in that way but if you just say no no i have a special claim or i am close <laughs> to swami right. and when you when you separate yourself from the unity then he responds in love my uncertainty <laughs> that's not really where some some place i think swami explains that swami says mm. that you and i are one mm. that you does not refer to your ego mm. and that is what essentially you're saying that because whenever we saying that i know swami better than you i am closer to swami than you uh, i have spent 30 years with swami mm-hmm. you're only 28 and a half <laughs> you know that kind of idea mm. that comes out of the ego swami mm. says that i don't bow down to that ego mm. that possessiveness comes from that ego correct beautiful so i think we can go to the next clip yes we'll play the next clip in that discourse kanaka ee vishalamaina pitti jagattu nandu విశాలమైనటువంటి భావం మనం పెంచుకొని విశాలమైనటువంటి యొక్క ఆత్మతత్వాన్ని మనం అర్థం చేసుకోవాలి ఇన్ దిస్ వాస్ట్ వరల్డ్ యూ షుడ్ హ్యావ్ బ్రాడ్ మైండెడ్నెస్ అండర్స్టాండ్ థింగ్స్ ఇన్ ఎ బ్రాడ్ పర్స్పెక్టివ్ కనుక ఆధ్యాత్మికమైనగా కేవలము ఒక సంకుచితమైన స్థాయిలో మనం విచారించరాదు 
when you say spirituality it should not be understood in the narrow sense edo pujalu cheyatamu bhajalu cheyatamu inke vidham etunte yokka jalam cheyatamu ivanni aadhyatmikaniki chinhalu ga man bhavisthunnamu we consider doing some type of worship bhajana or meditation ivanni kudunu manasiki vikaram ledu these are all only mental manastrupti nimittame aacharinche etunte charyale all these are done for our own satisfaction bhagavantude maaku mata భగవంతుడే మాకు పిత భగవంతుడే మా స్నేహితుడు ఈ రకంగా అనేక రకములుగా మనం వర్ణిస్తూ ఉంటుంటాం భగవంతుడిని యు గోన్ డిస్క్రైబింగ్ గాడ్ యాజ్ అ మదర్ ఫాదర్ సోన్ అండ్ సోన్ ఎందుకు ఇంత దేవుడు దైవము తల్లి తండ్రి స్నేహితుడు ఈ రకమైనటువంటి భావాలు ఎందుకు నీవే నేను నేనే నీవు అనుకుంటే పోతుంది కదా వై ఆల్ దిస్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ ఫీలింగ్స్ గాడ్ ఫాదర్ మదర్ యు కెన్ యాజ్ వెల్ సే యూ అండ్ ఐ ఆర్ వన్ అండ్ ద సేమ్ అంతి అయితే యూ అండ్ ఐఆర్ వన్ అనటం కూడా నువ్వు సరిగా సరిపోదు ఈవెన్ ఖండిస్తుంది స్పిరిచువాలిటీ కండమ్స్ దిస్ క్రిటిసిజంది కానీ వన్ కాదు యూ అండ్ ఐ ఆర్ వన్ అనగా నీలోనే నేనున్నా నాలోనే నీవున్నావు ఇరువురు కూడా చేరినప్పుడు ఒకటైపోతావు ఐ హావ్ ఇన్ యూ యూ ఆర్ ఇన్ మీ and when we come become together it is only one we and we are one akada rendu undi mtt ee bhautikamaina dehane dharinchinatundi shariram okati undi andulo aadharamaina oka atma tattvam okati untundi akada we when we say we it refers to the physical body bhautika sambandhamaina dehane dharinchatam cheta idi okati untundi indulo atma tattvam ane ikkada kuda we in the second entity also there is a physical body and principle of atma therefore it is right to say we కనుకనే ఈ రెండింటి యొక్క తత్వాన్ని మనం గుర్తించుకుంటే నీవు తల్లి తండ్రి స్నేహితుడు ఈ రకమైనటువంటి సంబంధాలే మనకు అక్కర్లేదు వన్స్ యు కరెక్ట్లీ అండర్స్టాండ్ దిస్ దీస్ టూ ప్రిన్సిపుల్స్ దెన్ దెర్ ఇస్ నో క్వశ్చన్ ఆఫ్ యువర్ టెలింగ్ ఇరువురు ఒక్కరే ఇరువురు అనేటువంటిది లేదు దెర్ ఆర్ నో టూ అట్ ఆల్ ఇన్ఫాక్ట్ దెర్ ఇస్ ఓన్లీ వన్ విచ్ ఇస్ ఎగ్జిస్టింగ్ రెండుగా కనిపించినప్పటికీ అందులో ఒక్కటే దే ఆర్ అప్పేరింగ్ యాస్ టూ but truly there is only one ikade meeku pratyekcham ivu rendu ga kanipistunnayi there are two things you can see them kaani ivu rendu cheri okati gaane vinipistunnayi but you can hear only one sound coming from these two rendu vinipinchata okate you can see two things there in the mic but you, what is heard is only one thing kanuka dehaatma bhavam therefore yoka hrudayam tattu dehaatmini okati ga cheerchali you have to come by manam cheyavalsina sadhana the sadhana that you have to undertake is you have to combine the feeling the body as well as atma and make them into one vidyarthulara spiritual anaga adhyatmika anaga daivamtho ekam kaavatame becoming one with god is real spirituality daivamu neevu veru kaadu yourself and god are not neeve daivamu daivame neevu you are god god is ee vishwasanni manam ee yokka sthayi nunchi manam abhruddhi gavinchukunnappudu inki ye vidhamaina sadhanalu cheyanakkarle right from now onwards if you develop this kind of faith there is no need for any other sadhana kaani kontha mandi kevalam vachanamul dwara palugutaru kaani neevu nenu okkateni aacharanalo shunyam but some people declare in words you and i are the same but in practice they are they do all the guruvu ఒక శిష్యునకు ఒక మంత్రోపదేశం చేశాడు వన్ మాస్టర్ టాట్ ఎ స్పెసిఫిక్ మంత్ర 
అనుకుంటున్నాడు The disciple began chanting I am Shiva I am Shiva I am Shiva Nijamuga idi hrudayapurvakanga taanu divyatvani gurtinchi vishwasinchi smarinchitame anukunte etti bhavamulu akada bedamulu raavu if he had really experienced that divinity and that spirituality that aspic principle in him he would not have got there is oka snehithudu vachadu he came to his friend's house శివోహం శివోహం అని ఉచ్చరించుకుంటే అయ్యా ఏమిటి దీని అర్థము అన్నాడు హిస్ ఫ్రెండ్ ఆస్కడ్ హిమ్ వాట్ ఇస్ ది మీనింగ్ ఆఫ్ శివోహం విచ్ యు ఆర్ చాంట్ నేనే శివుడు నేనే శివుడు నేనే శివుడు అని అర్థం చెప్పాడు హి రిప్లై టు హిస్ ఫ్రెండ్ దట్ మీన్స్ ఐ ఆమ్ శివ అయితే నీవే శివుడు అయితే ఆ పార్వతి నీకు ఏం కావాలి అన్నాడు దెన్ ది ఫ్రెండ్ ఆస్కడ్ ఇఫ్ యు ఆర్ శివ వాట్ ఇస్ ది నిజంగా విశ్వసించినటువంటి వాడితే పార్వతి కూడా నేనే చెప్పొచ్చును కదా If you are really considering yourself as Shiva, you can say even Parvati came covered in Aparadam Aparadam Parvati Nakanti Gopadhi in Nadu. The moment friend put the question, what is your relationship with Parvati? He said, well, I am so sorry. Deha Sambandhani Puraskarinchukunte Ilanti Vikaralani Bail Dheertai. If you consider your physical body relationship, all these wrong feelings. Kaluka, even Tali Tantis Nidhu, even Bhavamne Manakakkar Nidhu. therefore you should not ee bhautika sambandhamane manam ye maatram kodano idi abhiruti parichukoradu who should not develop this kind of worldly relationships at all neeve nenu nene ni i am you and you are i ee recommended sambandhanni penchukunte brahma vid brahma eva bhavati inki etti bhedamulaku avakasam untadu develop this kind of feeling there would be no room for any difference what ee nijamainatunte swatantram this is real freedom idhe nijamainatunte swechcha this is real free will adhe swaichcha that is real his will kanuka swechcha anetuvantidi kevalam manlo ekkado undinatuvantidi kaadu manam sampadinchukunetuvantidi kaadu free will maname swechcha free will is not something which you can acquire and anduvalle bhagavad gita lopala dharmam yokka sambandhamaina gurinchi cheputu swadharmamu paradharmamu annadu while speaking about dharma in bhagavad gita he introduced two concepts swadharma and paradharma managa deha dharma paradharma refers to swadharma managa atmadharma swadharma refers to atmadharma ante gaani swadharma ante na chatri dharmamu na vaishya dharmamu na sudra dharmamu na brahmana dharmamu ee kulaluku sambandhinchinatundi kaadi here dharma is not with reference to the dharma of the chatriya swadharma atmadharma స్వధర్మ రెఫర్స్ టు ఆత్మధర్మ ఆత్మధర్మం ఎప్పటికి భయాన్ని అందించదు ఆత్మధర్మ విల్ నెవర్ గివ్ యూ ఫియర్ పరధర్మో భయావహ ఈ దేహధర్మమును అనుసరించినప్పుడు భయం మనకు ఆవిర్భవిస్తుంది యాజ్ లాంగ్ యాజ్ యు ఫాలో ది ధర్మ ఆఫ్ ది బాడీ యు గెట్ కనుక గీత యొక్క శ్లోకాలను కానీ లేక పదముల యొక్క అర్థాలు కానీ చక్కగా గుర్తించి వర్తించినప్పుడు ఎట్టి బాధలకు కానీ ఎట్టి కష్టములకు కానీ మనము గురి కాము if you can correctly understand the stanzas in geeta and properly understand the divinity there is no room for any difference at all kana mana divyatvanni divyatvangane bhavinchali 
who should consider our divinity appudu yetti dukkamulu kaani kashtamulu kaani nindalu kaani nishthuramulu kaani ye maatramu manaku avakasam chikkadu there will be no room for sorrow grief problems and vidyarthulara meeku teliyakapovachunu dear students you may not know aa divyathamulaku okkati kuda nu maarpu undadu for divinity there cannot be nammina nammakapoyinappadikini whether you believe or you don't believe dukkamante emto naaku teliyadu i really do not know what sorrow is vicharam ante emto naaku teliyadu i really do not know what worry is kashtam ante emto naaku teliyadu i do not know what difficulty is nindalu nishthuram chestunnarante idi emto baadha ante naaku teliyadu when people criticize and comment i really do not know what adu ishtamu puji cheyatam nee ishtamu evaru ishtam varadi kritisike enduku manam baadhincha baadha padali criticizing is his wish worshiping is your wish na bhavam emti gattiga dittite gallo potundi tanlo tanu dittukunte tanake taguntundi if one talks loud it goes in air if one talks within himself it will remain within himself na varaku raadedi it can never reach me meenduku baadha padali why should i be troubled ee vidhamainatundi yokka satyamainatundi tattvani gurtinchukunnappudu ye maatramu vicharam undadu recognize your real truth there will be no room for any difficulty స్వామి నాకు చాలా బాధగా ఉంటుండాది అని వచ్చి ఏడుస్తారు చాలా సంతోషం అంటాను నేను అన్నిటికీ సంతోషమే పీపుల్ కమన్ సే స్వామి వీఆర్ సో మచ్ ట్రబుల్ ఐ సే ఐఎమ్ వెరీ హ్యాపీ ఫర్ ఎవ్రీథింగ్ ఐఎమ్ హ్యాపీ ఓన్లీ స్వామి మా వారు చనిపోయినారు చాలా సంతోషం పీపుల్ కమన్ సే స్వామి ఆ సంతోషం అనేటువంటిది అన్నింటికీ సమత్వమే our relative has expired i say i am happy okkokappudu anukuntaru chaala mandi dukkapistunnaru baadha padutunnaru aa dukkam ante ettadru nenu choodalani naa daggarike raadani i really want to see what real sorrow is lekapothe sorrow will never come to me we have to cut it in that interesting point and <laughs> we'll have to continue that next week but what a beautiful uh, you know part Really? you know in one uh, one half of that clip sami is saying that you are god there mm-hmm. is no difference between you and god mm-hmm. and then sami is enticing the audience by mm-hmm. saying what it is to be god <laughs> very true so <laughs> this is saying, how i was <laughs> this is how i am i have no worries i have you know i am not touched by criticism i am not mm-hmm. touched by people mm-hmm. uh, whatever they say praise or otherwise mm-hmm. and sami is saying that i am always happy mm-hmm. and sami is saying you and i are, you are god saying mm-hmm. that you know this is what you are missing out on <laughs> <laughs> really beyond the dualities of praise and blame and this very very important uh, topic of swadharma and paradharma that right. swami brings out swadharma is relating to the atman and paradharma is relating to the body right and um, there is this beautiful balance between the two and uh, while constantly being established in the sense of atma the body continues to do its duty see it's very difficult uh, sometimes when i think of it say karmanyavadikarase mahapaleshu kadachana you have right to do your action you cannot think of the fruits that come thereof how do you uh, reconcile with this fact uh, you know this is a teaching i think this is the uh, answer to that because paradharma you are given this body to do its duty that's all that's all the freedom that is given to you <laughs> <laughs> to do your duty let the body do its duty and what results it will get is for the body but your swadharma is constantly being united with the creation 
And one very beautiful point that Swami makes when he was talking about Swadharma and Paradharma is the one who is constantly acting by Swadharma mm-hmm. will never know fear. Beautiful, yes. You know, Swami says mm. that fear only comes mm. from Paradharma. You know, mm. you are following Dharma, but mm. when it is Dharma which is related only to the body, Deha mm. Dharma, mm. then there is a cause of fear. Correct. Because... I think when you're following Deha Dharma is the time when you will look for results. Mm. You know, I've done it this way. Mm. You know, this should help my family in this mm. way. And mm. this should, this is how I planned it. Nothing mm. should go awry. Mm. So that comes when you do it with the Dharma, but when you're totally related and, you know, immersed in the idea that I'm this body. Mm. See, in a sense, since every action of Bhagwan was, you know, based on that Swadharma, based on that feeling of Atma, he did not at least, uh, you know, um, consider how this person will take it. If I say this, if I have to tell him something harsh, I will tell him. Because that is good for him. And that is what is meant to follow. And uh, as I know, there are many people who could not take it. Right. When Swami has been hard on them and Swami has given them a bitter pill, they just decided to leave and go. But uh, he knows that that is what is good for them. So, there is no fear. He's not trying to please you with uh, things which you think is good for yourself. He is giving you what is actually good for you. Very true. I remember our uh, Narsimulti sir, who was warden of Brindavan, he used to tell us, mm-hmm. you know, he's been in the receiving end of many times, you know, <laughs> you have to accept mm. Swami's apparent anger mm. when you're not done the mistake. Mm. You know, somebody else's error, Swami mm. might come and uh, take you to task for that. Mm-hmm. He would say that initially he would get very upset, you know. Mm. Swami, you know that I have not done any mistake. How mm. come you can get angry? Anybody mm. else can blame me, but not mm. you. Mm. And he said, with years, what he would tell himself is, mm. you know, whenever it happens, he said, I would sit and think to myself, mm. Swami, you have given me so much proximity and happiness, mm. which I have no reason to think I deserve it. Mm. I accept that with so much joy. Correct. Why should I not accept this? <laughs> he said this is also this also I don't deserve that also I don't deserve mm. but when you give me that I'm so happy mm. and I take it as though I deserve it correct it is not right to complain mm. when you you know do this you know there were these periods when we were in students when Swami would be upset with the students mm-hmm. and oftentimes it is uh, some one person's mistake or something and Swami would just cut off from the entire student community and uh, uh, so much love he would shower on the devotees <laughs> at that time. He would throw more chocolate, spend so much time talking to them just to make the students feel miserable. You know? <laughs> and now looking at it, see, just in the same way that he responded to combined prayer, mm-hmm. whenever we prayed, when we prayed together, he responded to that. He said, even the blame is yours to share. If one fellow has done mistake, it is entire teams, there is unity because all of you are gone wrong in that. So, <laughs> it's a collective thing. He always looked at the whole thing as a collective affair. Even if it was one person's fault and if, if one person makes him happy, everybody gets the benefit. <laughs> everybody gets the benefit of that. I think that is a very, very subtle way of teaching us that all are one. <laughs> and talking of all are one, that wonderful story that Swami said there about mm. a man who takes the word of the master and says, Shivoham, Shivoham. Very beautiful point that Swami is saying that, you know, when you've been given the idea that mm. you and God are one, mm-hmm. it is the idea of unity. Mm. The problem comes when it is qualified unity. Mm. <laughs> you know, you think that, yes, it is unity, but then another entity is introduced there, Parvati is introduced. Mm. No, Parvati is the wife of Shiva. When you're told that Shivoham, 
you are led to the understanding that the devotee and the god is one mm. that's why swami is saying that where is the question of the third entity come where's mm. that relationship coming mm. when you're asked to see that unity <laughs> this you know leads to another point that says that you have to constantly be in that awareness right. constantly being in that awareness of oneness is not very easy and just like ramkrishna paramahamsa said when you are drowning in a, in an ocean you are struggling for breath you are struggling for you should be like that in this world when you are being pulled by the mind this way that way you are constantly pining for him constantly pining for that oneness with atman yeah. and very beautifully here also he describes spirituality means merger with god very true and before that when swami says about you know you refer to god as your mother father mm. <laughs> you know a very 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 strong thing swami saying that why all this why, mm. why didn't you just say that you and i are one mm. you know i reminded one student it seems when he was preparing for a talk he was supposed to speak in front of swami i think and swami asked him what are you going to talk about mm. and he said swami i'm going to talk of uh, swami as the mother mm. you no know, mother sai swami mm. as the mother mm. and swami looked at him and swami just said one sentence mm. swami said how can i be your mother mm. when you and i are one wow <laughs> and you know that is the emotion which swami is saying here mm. swami is saying that why you want to give all these relationships mm. because every other relationship changes swami is saying that the faster you get out of this you say that you and i are one and of course say shivoham and don't think about parvati and how if she if you are a school teacher and in your class some fellow is not understanding a simple problem in mathematics you say how this fellow is not able to understand it it's such a simple problem are <laughs> why this fellow is not seeing the logic in this that's how swami would have felt you know <laughs> he was giving these discourses and it is so simple so obvious so simple and you fellows are <laughs> and when he says i had no worry believe it if you want to believe it believe right. it the way swami says the, the way, way he <laughs> accept it or not we believe it or not mm. very beautiful we'll conclude this program these thoughts we'll be back next week there's one more clip to go in this discourse with that we will summarize this discourse thank you for being with us we'll join you next week till then happy listening sairam you just heard an episode of our radio series shravanam mananam nidityasnam that is listen reflect and absorb this is a segment hosted live on thursdays at 7:30 pm by radio sai's sai prakash and prem only on asia stream of radio sai global harmony today's episode was first broadcast live on 17th april 2014 the discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality 1990 the clips played in this episode were from the discourse delivered on 31st may 1990 to listen to the next part of this program tune in same time same day next week please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener@radiosai.org Thank you and a loving Sairam from Prashanthi Nilayam.